0: Alongside him is Daniel Ricardo and Ricardo is inching into the lead. Daniel Ricardo will have the inside line here, and a Max Verstappen, Hamilton has gone away well too. Welcome it's to Richard- Chicanery. I'm Edmond Gidry. I'm here as always with my friend, sheriff of the internet, my F1 Sherpa, Andrew Zegutu, Zeke GuTu Zeke Erdogan Long. Um, yes, Turkish Grand Prix.
1: Yes, the uh, the uh,
2: the continuation of the uh, the dictatorship of of f1 tracks this
0: year the run of dictatorships
2: everything uh it was an, a wonderful fantastic race once again in this 2021 season where uh our expectations have been blown away you know usually uh f1 is sealed at this point of the it year it feels fake i have to say it yeah exactly is this real life
1: <laughs> is this real life is this real life charlie bit more finger
0: I think you just mixed up two viral videos that have no connection to each other whatsoever. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so Valtteri Bottas starts at pole, finishes P1. Uh, your man, he is, you love Valtteri Bottas. Uh, tell us about the race for him.
2: I don't love him. I just, I'm you just the ba- I'm a baby brother. So I know what happens when uh, you like fins. You're, you're a Finn it, fan. Yeah, exactly, I like I like the I love the finish, and I I know what it's like when uh, the the older brother gets all the bullshit and you get shit on. So, I I am a, a huge Valtteri fan. Congratulations, he had a great race. Probably had you had told me, you know, before the race started that Valtteri would have his best rate his best start in three seasons, and he would lead almost every lap of the race in the yeah. wet, I would have told you to go fuck yourself.
1: I woulda. That's not but real. I mean, is this is this real life
2: but no he uh valtteri had an amazing drive uh turkey once again lived up to its uh fame from last year where uh uh the race was wet and and you know it was impossible to predict predict what would happen and uh nobody was, likes dry turkey zeke
1: no we like moist turkey yeah. we like moist turkey. turkey it was a fantastic was race Turkey drift turkey drift <laughs> folks the fast and the furious Tokyo Drift. I'm producing it with my friend Steve Mnuchin.
0: <laughs> it will make no money like most Steve Mnuchin films.
1: But somehow we will grift off of it.
0: <laughs> so um, uh, right, let's talk a little bit about Max. Super Max. Uh, Super, Super Max. Max. Super Max uh, performed pretty damn well with that Red Bull Honda engine. And the new livery, Those that was a sexy livery that they had there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, with with Valtteri performing as well as he did, uh it was up to Max and and Red Bull for that matter with this sexy the the sexy Japanese-inspired livery to uh honor Honda, which I believe also uh if you looked at the back wing of the mm-hmm. car, uh it said arigato in uh Japanese kanji. So it was it was a beautiful um it was a beautiful car, the race a tr- a flipped- tribute Yes. It was a tribute. And, you know, Honda has really upped their game and like they've been unbelievable with Red Bull this year. So it's, it's nice to see, uh, Honda getting their, their, their due, uh, their due deserves. And, uh, I mean, they will be switching away from that engine soon. So I know Red Bull appreciates that partnership and guess what it's, it's, you know, it's kind of paid off again with the two, three with him and Checo. So Max, uh, while it was a, a Merc you know, a Baltas dominated race. Maxa uh, Maxpa uh, took care of his own shit and finished P two, which was fantastic.
0: He did the consistency that Max is displaying right now is pretty incredible.
2: He yeah, he's on another level, man. I mean, if you if you watch any other driver, I mean, that car and like like look at that car in Checo's hands. It, yeah, he just doesn't know how to drive it as well, and you know, it, it it's that high rate car, that high back end. And he's crushing it, man. He just he just knows how to drive it, and it's designed to him basically. So uh, he fucking crushed it. So happy for Red Bull, happy to get the two three, and uh, happy to see uh, Max competing with Valtteri, which was a surprise as well. And I, I love the fact that that Valtteri
1: uh, finished P one.
0: Absolutely, and I want to go to something that's on the on the rules front that you know we've had conversations in the past about just kind of the inconsistent way in which the rules are applied. But mm-hmm. Fernando Alonso and Pierre Gasly came into, um, uh, I think it was turn one actually. And mm-hmm. uh, Gasly was like, I was sandwiched. Um, mm-hmm. And at, he was. <laughs> so was. the question Even is, like, it wasn't why it was does this pate. guy get a, yeah, right. I mean, no, it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Why does Pierre Gasly get a five point penalty? And then I think he got a,
2: Five second, five penalty. second, five
0: second. Sorry, five second penalty, and then a group and then penalty. two points on the license. or two points on. Yeah, yeah well, okay, yeah. we got that brain scrambled. Uh, <laughs> why does that happen to Pierre Gasly? Yet at the end of the day, Carlos Sainz, who I love and I know you love as a driver, is just mm-hmm. like ramming by people and no penalties for him.
2: Well, you you love Carlos, and uh, it's it's the it's the typical FIA favoring Ferrari and allowing them to get away with murder. Uh, You know, I would I would describe at the F.I.A. similar to my H.O.A. where they just fuck me constantly.
1: And uh, it was uh, the H.O.A. in the the F.I.A.
2: HOA. So uh, you can totally see
0: them in a room together.
2: Yeah. It's for 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 Gasly to get that five second penalty was was garbage, in my opinion. And I think a lot of F1. Yeah. And I think a lot of F1 fandom agrees with us on that front. Uh, It's a turn one. Racing incident on the first lap. Usually the FIA he got slide. He got fucking pate cornichon <laughs> on a baguette. So he got he got fucked on I that. Got I mean, sprayed he, across baguette. He had he had nowhere to go. He got a snap of oversteer, you know, obviously the track was still slick. And then he had a car on his uh, on his inside. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: he 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 there was nothing intentional about it and he basically lost it, hit fernando fernando took that hit 360 off track got back on the track and i was sitting there. i'm like that's a racing incident the fia cannot do this it was obviously not intentional um uh fernando recovered from it decently you know yeah but uh in, in typical fashion you it's know, it's kind
0: of like one of those soccer penalties where it's like if the team takes it you're like eh, we won't call it
2: yeah i mean it's like favoritism from yeah, the refs, almost. right and, uh, you know, Carlos, you know, several laps later, you know, ran and shunted right into Vettel and no investigation c- required. It's a, it's the same typical, it, like inconsistent rulings from the FIA, especially when it involves Ferrari. I think Fernando Alonso would have told you that Gasly didn't deserve the five second penalty. Promise and, uh, of
0: Zeke. I just read this book called the last duel and, uh, Matt Damon, has a movie. Matt Damon and been after like, it's actually the first movie they wrote since Good Will Hunting together, but it's coming out. But I read the book. There was the, it was a historical novel written by a, a historian who was well-researched about the last sanctioned duel in France. And when you read about um, the adjudication of complaints in France in the 1300s, seems very similar to FIA <laughs> just, just total discretion, arbitrary yeah. and capricious is the name of the game.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, it sounds like our Supreme court nowadays, uh, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. the, <laughs> Samuel Alito. Yeah,
2: exactly. It is like, and, and Amy code Barrett. So, I mean, the bottom line is the FIA is a crooked, uh, group. We've all known this for quite some time. They, uh, they favor Ferrari at any moment, you know, Gasly also got a two point penalty on his license. And, uh, I think it's 10 to 12, 12 points, 12 points, uh, through a half season and you get a race suspension. So they, the you know, the FIA is just fucking around like they usually do. They they screwed Gasly on it's the like same exact shit way. Out of
0: a hat is what it seems like they do. Well, I was, mean, as a Saint, as a New Orleans Saints fan, it's I, we we see more than our fair share of bad referee calls. This stuff is mm-hmm. like really arbitrary. Bullshit. I don't know what
2: you're talking about. Did something bad happen oh, to the Saints and with the Vikings? Happened, and the some
0: things have happened. I uh, never heard of it,
2: but yeah. <laughs> They haven't called a holding penalty against Khalil Mack for five years. So anyways, <laughs> I, I know, I know that, uh, it's, it's complete bullshit. It's the same thing that happened. If you were to look at the Gasly in- incident with Alonzo and then compare that to the signs incident with Vettel, you would think immediately like, yes, the, the signs, uh, incident should have been penalized, but the Gasly incident seemed like a racing incident, which the FIA usually gives to turn
0: one. It's turn one race in in a fucking wet race
2: in a wet race. You know, it's like you, you expect these types of things to happen, you know? So, I mean, I mean, also Latifi got spun out in the, in the first lap. Nobody, there was no investigation into that as well. So it's, it's the it's stupid favoritism. I think, um, for Ferrari. It's amazing
0: the number of spin that happened during the race that didn't result in any, a, DFA, a DNF. Yeah. I mean, not a yeah. single DNF in the entire race, which was mind-blowing because I feel like there were at least seven people who lost control of their vehicles.
2: Well, congrats to uh, Turkey for uh, you know designing a great course. That gave a lot of runoff because those every single one of those instances was they 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 skidded out they they slid off and they never hit a wall so it's a it's a well-designed track in that regard there's definitely
0: a lot of space between the track and the wall yeah which i mean that was obvious
2: that's and it was no gravel a lot of times it's gravel to slow them down and you know that can cause more damage to the car turkey
0: is like i mean there was gravel there but i don't there was only one person that got tangled up in that i don't remember i don't even know
2: one guy that's fun in the gravel it might did have been
0: qualifying, spin? but but somebody yeah. did. Somebody got spun out in the gravel and their their car had to be towed.
2: It's a it's a well it's a well designed track. Turkey is a fan favorite. Hopefully it sticks around for um uh 2022 with the uh, the new regulations. It it's it's been fun it's the, a great the past track. two it years. It is yeah. it is
0: a good track, it's a fun track. Um so that brings it. Well, we were still kind of briefly on Ferrari when it comes to Carlos Sainz and and his reckless drive not reckless drive. it wasn't reckless it was just that not I think it was fucking reckless Well it was I do
2: it was He fucking he went in – all right. so it's him and Vettel going into turn 1 he he late braked he mm-hmm. late braked way too late because it was wet and he fucking sit there and he shunted He was feeling mental. the
0: flow bro he was feeling the momentum he passed like 11 people in like 11 laps so he was Yeah
2: well, the, the French call it Joie de Vivre. Little... What did the Spanish call
0: it? <laughs> I have no idea because I always yeah. speak French. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but I wanted to talk briefly about uh, Charlotte Seine's boyfriend who drives for Ferrari as well as Carlos Sainz. Uh, what's his name?
3: Charles? Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc had a Le great place
0: except for one particular decision that he made. And it was um, that he decided not to pit at a particular time. Would you talk to people about that, Zeke?
1: If I stay on these tires, <laughs> yeah. will my pace keep me in P1? If you stay in front of P2, <laughs> you will finish P1. If f- you can hold off Bottas, you yeah. will finish P1.
2: If you finish first, you'll beat <laughs> P2. That is the fucking call from the clown pit wall of Ferrari. They haven't reared their ugly heads as as much as they had last season. This was season. an all-timer. Yeah, with Benotto the Clown. They didn't have him, you know, they, they haven't had these terrible strategy calls. They had some bad ones, but that was probably the most idiotic radio transmission of the season I've heard. You know, it, it's just like, it didn't answer any of Charles' questions. It didn't, it didn't provide anything in strategy terms it was just it was embarrassing he's asking for like a
0: de- as as a professional driver he's asking a detailed question about if we make these lap times where will we finish like just i, I it was a hypothetical about let's say the tire the tires work out
2: mm-hmm.
0: where will we finish and his picture yeah. is like if you could just hold out the people behind you yeah you be fine
2: listen man if you finish <laughs> no, in front shit. of everybody else you're gonna win what the fuck I mean, like what kind of strategy, what kind of talk is that from your engineer? Hey Sean, it's if you just finish first, you will be fine. Yeah. It's like it's like typical like,
1: don't worry, just crash into everyone and everything will be okay. <laughs> they file, they give us the uh they'll give us the win.
2: <laughs> it's just garbage, you know, it's garbage strategy, garbage garbage tacticians. Uh I remember at Ferrari. In
0: Zeke in the middle of the race, I remember you texting me and you were like, uh I no no, sorry. I texted you first and I was like I love it. I don't know shit. Okay. I don't know shit about what I'm doing right now. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a young fan. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I love this Leclerc gamble. He's like, can I make it? I think it was like lap 40. And Le- Leclerc's like, can I make it the rest of the race with the tires that I have now? And they're like, perhaps. But I texted you and I'm like, I love this gamble. And you're like, this dude's done in eight laps. Well, you were wrong, Zeke. It only took seven laps. <laughs>
2: Uh, yes I, w- I was wrong uh, as you know per usual
0: i uh I,
2: as soon as you told me you're like man i like this gamble i fucking knew it i was like a medium I'm like he's gonna lando himself just like at sochi he landoed himself and he yeah, did exactly that and he did and i and i had it i had it correct when the tires just went off and they were done i had it correct minus one lap Minus one lap. It was eight laps, I said in the text, yeah, but it no, ended no. up happening seven Dude, laps I, later.
0: All props to you on that. All props to you. Like the the, the, the bet was accurate. I mean, you, you had the I mean, I was giving you the eight and under at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> it,
2: but it was yeah, it was it was a typical Ferrari move, you know, and I, I knew I knew it. But like we, we've we talked about this before. It's like when you're in P1 and you, you have that that free air in front of you and no cars in front of you. And you you know you're in P1. You you try to hold on to it. You try not to let go of it because it's so rare for any team outside of Merck or Red Bull to have that position. So I understood. And it what...
0: seems that there is a collective delusion that takes place. Yeah. It's a, it's you a... are in P1. I mean, you could hear it in Charles' voice. It was like,
1: can we, can we go on these tires for the rest of the race? yeah do you th- oh uh, you know, which
2: which is actually funny which reminds me of uh, a radio call from charles during qualifying when when they're like you know what the what did the what the engineer said something along the lines of uh like oh no just stick on the this
1: brake differential and it'll be fine and then charles like i do not feel the way you feel about what we are doing <laughs>
2: you know it was you
1: could you could see that user as user driver of this vehicle i don't think so i do not agree with the way you feel about what i am doing you fucking asshole
2: you know so it was uh it was definitely it was definitely the disconnect between ferrari and their drivers yet somehow you know in typical ferrari fashion they wound up up having an amazing weekend you know yeah, it's because they, they have points. two two such like two talented drivers and uh you know from for Carlos to to take his engine penalty be at the back of the grid he wasn't at the back of the grid until uh Danny Ricardo took his engine penalty but to come back from 19th to carve his way through the field as he did it was it was an amazing race for Ferrari despite their pit wall which you know tends to fuck them.
0: Yeah, I mean I was We've had this conversation before, but I am a Ferrari fan. I can't help myself. There's some e- even though they're so Italian, there's something mm-hmm. kind of American about them.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That they're failures. <laughs> they're just... <laughs> they're... <laughs> <laughs> that they're very boastful about their fucking mediocre bullshit.
2: <laughs> it's just it's 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 constantly an issue of lack of awareness you know but i love the, the
0: red zeke i love the red
2: the the beautiful the beautiful red ferrari red you know which is which is an actual such, paint it's job its you own, can get on a car yeah,
0: i mean it is it is its own it's amazing breed. but it
2: last year with vettel and how they screwed him and vettel had to become his own engineer and basically tell his engineers while he's fucking driving 200 miles per hour being like no we need to switch to the softs at this point or we need to take the hards or this or that." You know, it's, it's typical Ferrari, uh, tactical mistakes and they're not, they're not going to change their engineers. Nothing's going to happen along those ways. They've got Benotto off the, the, uh, the pit wall, their team principal, uh, because he's just, he's like a, he's an engineer. He's not a race guy.
0: They don't have the killer instinct that it seems it required. Mercedes has the killer instinct. It seems that Christian Horner, Red Bull, they have the killer instinct.
2: Well, in fairness though, that also comes from the driver. So you you yeah, do that's need. Yeah, cool. I mean, yeah,
0: Max is a killer yeah. instinct too, and Lewis. I mean, it's it's clear.
2: They, well, Valtteri and Valtteri and, as and, well. Yeah. Val, they they. I mean, well, Valtteri not so much as like. I think like Charles and and Carlos need to just start being like Vettel last year and being like, "Go fuck yourself. We're gonna do this. We're gonna pit now. Plan A is garbage. You know. It's like they 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 need to they need to pull the the uh, the the Lewis moves but mm-hmm. more intelligently as opposed to Lewis just, you know, like being an asshole to his engineer, Bono.
0: Wait, his engineer is not Angela.
2: <laughs> she engineers his body. She,
0: <laughs> I she... thought Angela was in charge of the team. Is she not?
2: Yeah, no, she's the boss, man. She's the boss, man. Don't I fucking get me. in her way. Don't get in her way. You'll see it, dude. If you get in her I mean, way, if bro, everyone
0: could just get out of the way of Angela. That would be great. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Okay, I'm Valtteri, this is James. Uh,
0: <laughs> well that's a segment coming don't, up. In
3: don't, hit, don't hit that don't hit Angelo with your car. Okay. I know you we want you to, but uh don't do it.
0: <laughs> but he's our golden calf. We have
1: mm-hmm.
0: to <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well that brings us into free money section number one. Spindrift. Uh Zeke, I'd like to take this opportunity to tell you all about Spindrift. Spindrift is without a doubt the best sparkling water I've ever consumed. It combines real fruit flavors without any artificial flavors to make the best tasting beverage in America besides Casamigos. I don't know that maybe that's technically Mexico, but the best thing about Spindrift is it's not sugary like those fruity, sweet Italian sparkling waters. Those are just dog shit. No flavor of Spindrift has more than 10 calories. My favorite is pineapple. It's the first thing I grab in the fridge when I wake up hungover like I will tomorrow and Zeke. It just changes the trajectory of my day. Go to your local grocery store or bodega. Ask them, where do you keep your Spindrift? And you can find it literally anywhere that Fizzy drinks are sold. As we get into Q2, I just wanted our listeners to know that we will be consuming tequila and various other um, beverages as we do this podcast. It's not a dry podcast.
2: Yeah, we're not teetotalers.
0: So. yeah just like Turkey, we're not dry. <laughs> there you go. So let's talk about some of the storylines from the race. Um, <laughs> I mean, and this one was a popular one on social media, but Lewis <laughs> Lewis whining and blaming the pit wall for the same mistakes as Sochi, even though he didn't want to come in and pit um, <laughs> it was just uh it felt like felt like part two of Sochi, even though he won, but in Sochi he didn't he didn't he wasn't able to get a podium on this one.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's typical Lewis bullshit. You know, as I say all the time, I respect him as a driver. He's the one of the greatest of all time. Uh, I will never give him goat status for reasons like this. He is, he's whiny complainy and he always likes to put the fault on the team as opposed to himself. You know, he had a chance to pit early, put on, slap on a new set of intermediates, burn off that tread a little bit. And then it maybe even challenged max for P2 and in typical Lewis fashion, he, you know, he he disregarded his pit wall two or three times, when you know, and then uh, when he came back in and realized that he was only in front of Gasly at that point, he said, why did you bring me in? Why did you bring me in? Like, well, Lewis, if you'd come in two laps earlier, it would have been a different story. He's always his own worst enemy, but he never does take the responsibility immediately after the race. I'm sure when they did the debrief and
3: yeah. the
2: team spoke to him about where he would have ended up had he pit it pitted, three two three four laps even earlier he probably would have been p3 maybe p2 with the way that that merc was running him i mean as evidenced by botas so it's like it's it's and i tell you what
0: his his scapegoating obviously just from a public relations standpoint his scapegoating warranted an entire statement from him as far as his own perspective because today on instagram he's like good morning world i've seen some of the press this morning it's made me a it's make, making a bit too much of the incident yesterday's race. I mean, like he has like a whole four paragraphs here on his Instagram mm-hmm. of what he's talking about. That's and pretty like...
2: part part and part for the course. I mean, he 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 does that all the time. He constantly has one of these. Oh, we worked hard. We really tried. The team and I lose together. The team and I win together immediately after the race. It's always the same thing. It's like, oh, well, you know, did it. You know, the team failed, not me. You know, and that's he said that in so many words this time. Maybe five races ago, he really said, The team lost. I didn't lose. The team lost. It's it, this is this is why there are so many Lewis haters out there. You know, for a s somebody as talented as him who's constantly going to be, you know, top three uh at the end of the day at every race, he mm-hmm. always goes through this nasty, whiny, complainy, bitchy, immature kind of attitude. By the uh, way, you know who else is like that? Who's that?
0: Tom Brady. You ever yeah. seen Tom Brady lose a game? He's such a bitch about it. <laughs> yeah, no. I... He's fucking like saunters off, he doesn't shake hands. But I have to say, I wouldn't question for one moment that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all yes, time. Yes. But I mean these so guys I think are... Lewis is definitely probably the best driver of all time objectively based on races one.
2: These guys are in goat conversations. I grew up yeah. with this with this basketball player. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. His name is Michael Jordan. Michel I cannot... Jordan? Michelle. I can't remember a single fucking time in my life where Michael came back out and he's like, the team failed me, the team failed me, or this or that. Michael came in, he owned every loss. You know, he always took it on the chin. He was an asshole, don't get me wrong, but when it came to competition. But not about that. Exactly, when it came to competition, when you start blaming and projecting, you take away that GOAT status. You start losing a bit of that sheen, that armor that comes with being the best. You know, and... Or you got to win
0: enough like Brady to make people forget about the bitching.
2: Exactly. You know, and I mean, also in football, it's a whole nother. I mean, well, Lewis and and Brady, it's kind of similar, but it's, you know, seven, seven titles each. The bottom line is, is that Michael never came out like that. And that's why, that's why Lewis gets some of the criticism, criticism he gets. A lot of it is undeserved because he Mm -hmm. is such a great driver. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, dude. Just suck it up, man. You're a seven-time world champion. You've got 100 race wins or 100 polls. It's like you are the best. You're in the best fucking car, and you are the best. There's nothing the chip, to prove anymore. I mean,
0: I think the thing is is that it's really hard to get the chip off of people's shoulders. And, like, if you have a chip, if you're a chip person, you you tend to, like, fall on one side or the other. You tend to be like the Drew Brees, Michael Jordan, where you're just like, uh, oh, we just didn't get it done. We didn't get it done today. Yeah. It's my fault, you know. I, Don't include I Drew Brees plenty... in that
3: conversation. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I, I'm just kidding. How dare you? I mean, I'm not saying that Drew Brees is the greatest of all time because uh, clearly Tom Brady is. I'm just saying that that there are two kinds of, yeah. th- no, of I agree, people that I have agree. that chip on I'm their shoulder balls. mentality. One, uh, Yeah, no, I, mean, I get it. What, like On one side, it's the guy that's like you know, like Jordan taking responsibility and, and, and mostly because they're their, their own biggest critic. Mm-hmm. I think with Lewis, it kind of seems like he is like Brady in that, they really hate losing so much more than they hate than they like winning. Yeah. Which I think that even, um, but Jordan uh, is a
2: similar way. Like, I think Jordan would like, if I think if Jordan caught himself saying things like Lewis does, or Tom does, he would be like, I'm a little bitch pussy. Get your shit together. You know, get mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. on the court practice. He, he would, he would destroy himself before he would, you know, go after the team or the coaches, you know, or the principals or the mechanics or the engineers or whatever it is. Yeah. You know? But
0: I think as, 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 to this point, Jordan is he, – but he's played in a quintessential American sport. I know that Europe mm-hmm. and internationally basketball – Not back fanning, then. Yeah, back then it wasn't. The same. I know. It was like yeah. a quintessential American sport. And I think that, like, that's not really an American-type attitude when you play team yeah. sports. It is. Yeah. And we we're an individualistic country. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, we're
1: sociopathic.
0: So. Yeah, exactly. But not – but it's like, with the team, son. You gotta- yeah. Yeah. You gotta sell out for the team. Yeah, and there's never a dad who's like, "You gotta look out for yourself, boy, out there." Don't forget about just forget about those other ten guys. Like mm-hmm. nobody says that. So yeah, but, but exactly, I tell you two, what, two I, this yeah. is this will honestly, I think this is part of what Lewis's anger and frustration was. Checo, lap thirty-five, um, they get in a mm-hmm. wheel-to-wheel battle. I want you to talk about it, but I I thought that that was. He just got I can't, like, I can't believe I that Checo Griffin came right out there. on top. I can't believe that
2: Checo came out I on top. I couldn't
0: either. I thought it was like a glitch in the it matrix.
2: Was, you know, the way that Checo has been performing lately. I think it's been like 7 races without a podium since Baku. Maybe, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, you guys fact check for us. We're lazy bastards. We got more shit going on in our life. We're not
0: getting paid for this.
2: Yeah, we're not getting paid yet. But uh Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> for him to To actually defend against Lewis, Lewis with the bitch ass move, putting him into the pit lane practically, and for him to get out of there safely, that could have been super dangerous, you know. And Checo stood with him, fought with him during that time, and it went on for like four total turns, four or five turns. I couldn't believe it.
0: And I, I would just say that I, even in my short fandom, I haven't seen a single press by Lewis where he's trying to overtake someone and it goes well for the other person. (laughs)
2: I, th- I think, I mean, you know,
0: Lando did it for a while, I think in, in Sochi, Fernando,
2: um, Fernando did it okay. at Hungary at Hungary. Okay. That was unbelievable defending on his part. Uh, but this, this was, it was not like that. Fernando was just blocking. This mm-hmm. wasn't, this was basically yeah, two this drivers. Was like, this was speeding yeah.
0: through the corners. They were side by side. They were exactly. wheel, wheel not, not, um, not him blocking out.
2: Yeah. Fernando was being a prick. He would take away the racing line. He would make the car wider. You know, uh, this was. Actual two two fine racers you know with two great cars next to each other for four straight turns. And the fact that you know Checo held him off was was unbelievable. It's probably Checo's best racing I've seen of his entire career, you know. Um obviously he's in the Red Bull now, so he should be doing things like that. But and he needed that
0: podium, Zeke. I mean he yes. it had been a, a streak of bad races for him.
2: Yeah, he's he's been absolutely awful lately and Red Bull was it was like so far behind the eight ball here. Max had a terrible qualifying. Checo had a terrible qualifying. Mercedes looked fantastic. obviously Botas won the ten the ten grid penalty that that Lewis took with that engine um uh replacement really obviously, I was like, oh, it's done. It's, but I also actually you know now that we're speaking about that, if we're going to talk about good racing. The second best performance was Yuki Sonoda holding Lewis off for those first he did hold of the off race. For
0: a little bit. Yeah, I, I remember that. Fantastic. I actually almost brought that up in the in Q
2: one. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that. I'm like, maybe we should have talked about it a little more, but I want to give Yuki some credit. He didn't have the greatest of races after that. But for him to actually, you know, and Alpha Tower being the uh the Red Bull Junior team, basically, mm-hmm. you know, same same ownership and everything. It was uh it was great to see that. And he really he gave Lewis a run for his money. I knew it eventually happened, but I thought it was gonna happen lap three. You know, yeah, and he held them off for eight laps. and that really, you know, even though it doesn't seem like a big deal, it did contribute to the fact that Red Bull came out two three at the end of the day. So it was yeah. it was
0: it was a and and even Zeke, to be honest, I think that also the you know the the Checo Pit decision at the end of the race was questionable, I think at the time. Mm-hmm. but I thought I thought it I thought he paying should've... off,
2: yeah, because Lewis didn't pit. So I thought like, okay, they should react to Lewis's pitting, you know, yeah. so they could protect Max. It paid off. You know, what do I know? You know, obviously they have these fucking supercomputers that are telling them, you know, pace and this and final results. Well, I'm and sure all this.
0: Haas doesn't have that.
2: <laughs> well, Haas has got like a Commodore and they're fucking sitting there like. I'm sure
0: that like, Haas is on MS-DOS based yeah, on how they are yeah. been racing.
2: Yeah. And they're like sitting there playing Pong and, you know, whatever it may be. Or even if, you know, they have computers. We because have to it's get on Russian, Oregon Trail. It's a Russian team, so they don't want any uh, recording of the data. <laughs> so they're
1: like, they're like, look, KGB. Okay, we don't we don't write it down. We don't Nikita, put it in computer.
0: Don't do anything with the card that we could yeah. transfer to other people.
1: Burn message after reading.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now I I think we, we we are obliged while we're in um Q2 to talk about our Man, the Italian Australian, Danny Ricardo, the million watt smile, the Australian Italian, the Austro Italian. That's right. I gotta get that. I gotta get that mm-hmm. down. The Austro Italian. Mm-hmm. Um. Ricciardo, really, You have Ricciardo, Ricciardo behind
1: you? Ricciardo behind you. Two seconds. <laughs> he's not in DRS zone yet, but yeah. he's coming close. He's coming close. You if you stay in front of him, you finish in front of him.
0: Right. Wait, before we get into Danny, can you just I want the listeners out there or the listener? Um, to yeah. <laughs> hear your Danny impression on the radio so just give it one just give it one Danny real quick before we yeah. get into the talking about McLaren and, and what they do on this track. Yeah,
2: I'll I'll, I'll give it a little setup too. So like, Danny, what do you think if we uh, stick with the inters? Do you
1: think uh it's all our, our data showing that it should be good. Do you want to switch it? Yes,
0: understood. Yes, perfect. Did I lose you there? No, I just hit <laughs> I, I hit the mute button for a second cuz I wanted to make sure that sound came in just crystal clear.
2: That's so crystal. Yeah. Understood. Understood. He doesn't talk. That's the one thing about Danny is that when he's on the radio, uh, obviously he had a terrible race. Uh, And he also had a terrible qualifying, which led McLaren to take their engine penalty. So he was, he was actually yeah, behind. I mean, he, he didn't
0: even get into Q2.
2: It was a smart strategic move to be like, okay, this guy, he fucking blew qualifying. And also I will, I will give a little bit of the, uh, the, the, the bad decision making was on his team. You know they should have sent him are out you get, later. Are you talking about my guy Zach Brown. It wasn't Zach Brown. It was uh. It Zach Brown? It was Brown? It's Tommaso.
0: Ah, Tommaso.
1: Tommaso fucked up,
2: and Andreas. And, Tommaso. And, yeah, and uh, and 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 Carlos, the, their uh, their strategy guys. So I mean, they all fucked up, and he he came out too early. The track was evolving; it was getting more rubber rubbered in. So he came in. He came out too early. Put in a decent lap for the time and then, you know, he had to pit and by that time that there was so much more rubber on the track and you got Mick Schumacher, you know, qualifying ahead of him. We'll talk about that later, but uh, it was it was a terrible week for Danny and McLaren. Obviously, Lando had a good he had a good race. What Danny was it did P7? Have,
0: he did have yo know, Lando finished P7, but no, he, but Danny did have some um, some streaks when the power unit got changed out there were a few laps in which he he had a he had some strong overtakes but then at the end i think it just kind of
2: the, the tires yeah. never kicked off for him like he he would he would have like
0: you know you know as we talk about
2: that initial you know wear of the tread mm-hmm. after those 2 3 laps after that he had some great pace and you know he was he was actually uh, tracking with the leaders on pace and then all of a sudden the car just fell off and, uh, you know, who knows what that is. And like we said, you this know, was Bainey's a, a good... weird
0: tire race.
2: It was, it was, it was a, uh, they brought the wrong compounds in, uh, did the FIA and, yeah. uh, because they were expecting the track to, to have the same grip as last year, which was none. And they brought in way
0: too hard of tires.
2: Uh, and there wasn't the grip that we needed this year for, for exciting Speaking wheel. Speaking
0: of not having grip, I think that the Aston Martin, um, pit. Yeah. I don't know what lap that was. Maybe. 40 yeah <laughs> so it was, it was, was like 40 late. or something it yeah. was pretty late but it was obvious like from the broadcast that like that aston martin was basically like we're gonna be the guys to go to the slicks or the mediums before everyone else does the and sacrificial then, lamb yes were, and then was... vettel went out there and it was like me drunk at a college party trying to like run on a slip and slide is what mm-hmm. Vettel looked like as he came out i don't he almost didn't make it out of the pit if i remember correctly
2: he, I mean, well, you know, which can happen because you're like, okay, let's see if these tires, you know, once they, yeah, uh, let's once see the bike. Yeah. Let's see. Once they wear a little bit and the, if they kick off, then they'll, they'll be fine. But it was extremely dangerous. It it was, it was almost, it was holding off a lot of the grid. And I'm, I'm super surprised that Sebastian Vettel as uh, experienced as he is okayed that because as much as we want to blame the Austin Martin, the Aston Martin pit wall, it was
0: Vettel's you decision. Just said it I'm with sure. The accent. Yeah. Got yeah. You this yeah exactly.
2: Austin. It's Austin. Austin Martin. Austin. Yeah. Austin's next next week. Uh, they, uh, no,
0: Austin Martin is very. Yeah. It's a British way of saying. A British. Austin Martin.
2: Uh, no time to die, but no time to slide. So they uh, they they blew it, you know, and that was a super dangerous call. And I'm I'm very kind of irked. That's, that's a terrible word, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm irked that, uh, that Sebastian actually gave them the, okay. I I mean, but I also get it. He's like, we need a fucking miracle. Let's see if we'll be those guys, you know, and, and, and I've seen in races in the past, the one guy that switches to slicks and all of a sudden he's just carving through the field and, you know, he's in the top 10. Uh, it was, it was a terrible move. It was extremely dangerous. It was, was way, too early. It was, yeah, way
0: it was, too early. it was obvious the rain was still coming down. Like, I don't know what they were thinking.
2: Yeah, it was, it was, a. Uh, it was an awful, awful decision by uh, Aston Martin and uh, Lawrence Troll. Yeah, and then Lauren. <laughs> Put him on the fucking slicks. Just let's fucking try do the it. slicks, guys. Hey? Yeah, he he's the John Gruden of uh,
0: F1. The Canadian hey, man, I, I,
1: I just fucking sent you an email.
0: <laughs> hey, would you mind reading your email sometime yeah, yeah. in this century? Hey, Mike uh, Tarico,
1: I got some fucking emails <laughs> you need to read.
0: Oh, boy. We all we all knew eventually Gruden was going to get canceled yeah, if, Gr- people heard what his, <laughs> if people heard what his private correspondence was. We knew we knew Gruden was going to get the canceled stamp. I was like
2: Goodell is like, oh, you're not going to resign yet. Got another batch. I'm going to release. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get Dan Snyder's emails is what I want. Um, yeah. well, look, I think that I want to I want to tell our listeners about a recurring segment that we're going to have here every week, and um, it is going to be something that I think they're going to enjoy. And mm-hmm. Or he or she is going to enjoy mm-hmm. As a singular listener But it's going to be called Valtteri It's James And uh, I just think you need to introduce the segment And explain what this week's segment is about Yes uh,
3: Valtteri It's, it's James um, I know you're P1 currently no, But Lewis was an asshole And uh, decided he didn't want to change To the uh, new set of intermediates So if you could just pull over to the side of the road And let him pass you And uh <laughs> He'll just finish above you, and it'll be fine. don't worry about it, okay,
0: I'm gonna work on mine too, just in case you get sick for an episode. Is james <laughs> yeah and you get to gotta...
3: past you on it's james i um, I left your dog at the park, and uh, also there's a blizzard happening, and um he doesn't have any food or water, but uh I took care of Lewis's dog, uh, so um, there it is
0: uh, so g- g- give me um. I think it was during qualifying. It might have been during Q2 or Q3. It was qualifying. Yeah, it was during. I think it was Q2, and he doesn't make it to Q3 very often. No, but, not not in this car. Yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, so, Kimmy's whining about um, uh, his water unit. The drink. Being, uh, the drink. <laughs> the drink is. What it's, yeah. it's dripping into his, his boots.
1: It's fucking uh, dripping into my boots, guys. This is the most simple part of a car. <laughs> Why the fuck is it leaking? Come on.
0: I don't know. Uh, it could We're be checking. because you pulled it out of no, the no, He goes,
1: uh, we think it's the pump's fault. Uh, we don't know why it's leaking on your feet, though. He's like, well, it's fucking leaking because I pulled it out. <laughs> oh
2: my God. He's such a dickhead. And that's, you know, I love Kimmy, the Iceman. He's the fucking, he's the man, dude. Former champion. Uh, he, For what? For what? He, uh, he he literally gets away with murder. Imagine if Lewis said something like that on the radio, you know, and as much hate as I give Lewis, like, you know, people would crucify him. So, they would. you know, Kimmy, Kimmy gets we a free would, pass. probably. Dude, Kimmy, Kimmy gets a free pass because he's this weird finish that likes to get wasted, you know, and there's great videos of him and he always has the most, you know, just fucking leave me Fins. alone. You
0: love the Fins, dude. I got to get introduced to a Finn love- by you. I, I really, I've, I, I think we had this conversation last week. Yeah. I have never met a Finn. A, f- yeah. a single fin
2: they're fucking they're the best people they love to drink they hate conflict they, they got hate, me. you know they like good food and they like saunas you know it's like it's it's like i said they're like the midwesterners of europe so it's like i, <laughs> I love wisconsin. Them, yeah exactly it's, well it kind of is wisconsin it's like minnesota and wisconsin of uh, of europe it's yeah. like all those nordic fucking assholes
0: okay let's talk about <laughs> look every i think every week people that are listening to this show who know about watching formula one are going to know that we always have some sort of a complaint about the broadcast, and the broadcast is uh, to be clear, it's shit. it for it's two still people who work in yeah. entertainment, it could be planned better than this. But mm-hmm. we, the benefit of the doubt that we give to them, and Ezekiel backed me up on this, is that it's a complicated race and it's hard mm-hmm. to cover. We call that in the entertainment industry, covering mm-hmm. things. Yeah, it's hard to cover a three mile but track. Yeah, nevertheless, I think one thing that you and I agree on, and some of our listeners or our listener might agree that the driver of the day interview is just absolutely preposterous
2: yeah i i i st- i mean obviously we we, the coverage and you know going to replays instead of live racing always just like it just gets me so pissed oh, off and irritated it kills me yeah i, I don't know you know we like the start we want to see the start but let's we, we can save that for later but the driver of the day interview that happens which is is the first year they've introduced it you know as you cross the line the last thing that you're fucking worried about is like, you know, Michelle from Sky F1 Sports, a voice that you haven't heard all race, all of a sudden just like coming into your radio comms and being like, Carlos Sanz, congratulations on being the driver of the
0: day. And he's like, oh, really? Was I driver of the day? OK. uh, uh um. <laughs> You know, and he meanwhile, sounds like, she he, sounds like Keely from uh, Ted Lasso.
2: Yeah, I've never
0: seen it. I know, I know. I need to watch God. it, I listeners. Know. I'm not even going to give you our email address until next week, so yeah. we don't get. Haven't
2: seen the email. wire either, assholes.
0: So, anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm cutting so, this off.
2: Yeah, exactly. Cut this out. <laughs> but you know, like Carlos is like, "Oh, cool. Uh, all right, yeah." I've never been driver of it. And then, meanwhile, you probably can see is like the the uh, the Ferrari pit wall is like, "Please, go to
3: fail slow mode,
2: slow mode." You know, because like the battery's about to explode. You know, it's like. You you have to like turn off all these fucking knobs. There's 30 knobs on an F1 yeah. wheel, and so you know they're they're driving slow. They got to cool the brakes. They got to cool the tires. Everything's overheating, and some asshole is coming in, being like,
3: oh, "Congratulations!"
2: Oh, you know, and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. Can we finish now? Can we please finish?" He's like, "I don't even know <laughs> I position. I finished. Fin- I finished." <laughs> he's like,
0: "Where
1: am I?"
2: <laughs> yeah. What's what's going on? Like he's man- great.
0: I love Saints. I mean, no, he's, he's a he's a sweetheart. So yeah. You know,
2: like even Vettel. Uh, Vettel when he got driver of the day earlier this season is like how did you get this number?
0: <laughs> 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 I, are we sure he's not Swedish because that's just a Swedish joke.
2: Yeah, it won't. he's he's a he's a proud German.
0: Yeah, he's I know, no- but it's funny. That's a Swedish joke. I mean, that is a how did you get this number? So Zeke and I have just refreshed our drinks and we're going to move into Q3. Um, I, we had some things that we wanted to talk about in Q2, but we just moved to Q3 because it's just too important. Um, and if you hear the ice clanking around while we record this podcast, it's just because we drink a lot of booze and, uh, and we hope you are too. If you're listening to this, uh, you have to be probably, you honestly, you probably do really, Mm uh, Nikita Mazepin, he's not really qualified to be racing in this league. Is he Zeke?
2: Uh, he's qualified to pay to be in this, this racing league, but, uh, no, he is not. He's. Obvious, honestly, one of the worst drivers I've ever uh, uh, seen in the in the sport. You know, a lot of people uh, in the F one circles always make a meme about Lord Mahavir, the the Indian driver who. Oh yeah, he paid his way into uh, Raghavanathan, I think is his last name. He paid his way into the sport, and he is honestly terrible. I don't think he, he's made it to F two, but he he should not be in the sport as as Nikita Mazepin shouldn't be. Uh, you know, at first it was because I didn't like him. And especially with his weird uh Instagram post where he you know was fondling some drunk ass girl's breast. Uh, what he's an assaulter? Are you surprised? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he, he's a
0: he's he's a creep. He's also, ha- I mean, like, uh, he's if you're a Russian listener, you're probably not going to find much quarter here on this American podcast. Little does he you, use, yeah, yeah. We've we've we've
2: gone at the Russians a couple times so. Uh, I mean, like even when he was in F2 last year, he, he actually, when, you know, they pull up to the grid at the end of the race, you know, when they're one, two, three, and they have those little, you know, signposts in front mm-hmm. of the car. He, he finished third or second and Yuki was already out of the car who who won the race and he, you know, br- broke late, hit that sign. It almost hit Yuki when he was out of the car and he did it on purpose. You know, he's a piece of shit. He's a, he's a Russian scumbag, you know, his dad is mafia oligarch money. So he can go, you know, he's, he, he shouldn't be in the sport. And especially with that, when he had blue flags against Lewis towards the end of the race, he 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 was on the he was on the racing line and it was super dangerous. He actually moved onto the racing line, too. And so just so you know, like when you have blue flags, that means your car that's about to be lapped. So it's inconsequential what you do in the right. race. So yeah. you let the leaders pass you. It's called blue flags. He had blue flags for about 3 turns so he was well aware of it i'm sure if, like a good engineer would be on the radio telling him hey you need to get out of the way lewis is approaching you and he's 2 seconds faster than you a lap and he he because he's such a terrible driver and he has to focus so much so i mean he had, he had a famous call on, in monaco when uh his his uh, engineer called him and he was like you need to get out of the way you have faster you know you have you have the, the race leaders about to pass you and he's like don't even don't call me
1: this is fucking monaco man
2: i gotta concentrate you're like hey asshole you got blue flags get the fuck out of the way you know it's like you're you know if you can't drive and be safe while you're driving at high speeds you don't deserve to be in the sport you know
0: you'd almost rather him just kind of risk it all and just try to like ram his way through rather than just be such a pansy so they could finally just kick him out for danger yeah just, yeah just yeah i mean but like be a man if you're gonna fucking if you're gonna like suck at driving then fucking just be reckless like yeah be i mean reckless to actually win don't be reckless to fuck other other people that are winning it's it's a
2: testament to how good every other driver is to avoid him you know that's he's how a, bad of a, a driver fucking, is
0: he's a fucking uh orange cone exactly
2: he's a tipped over orange cone because he gets in the way even more you know it's 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 so it's it's terrible it's frustrating to watch there's so many people that deserve a seat in there's probably people
0: that play electronic uh
2: sim racers yeah. yeah there's
0: probably sim racers that are better than this kid
2: no I, I wouldn't i wouldn't put it past him you know i mean he it's you know obviously we're exaggerating and overstating it but he's a danger to everyone on the track He's pissed off. Probably, I don't know. Every that we're simulator. overstating it.
0: He seems pretty horrible. At his job. yeah,
2: yeah. But I mean, obviously, he's yeah. Yes, Maz's spin. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a spin. good that's a good nickname for him because you know, Daddy paid for him to get in the sport. They turned Haas, the only American team, into the Russian flag team. I mean, it's just it's embarrassing. So, I, I well, I hate it. Yeah, I mean, and he also finishes like a minute behind his own teammate in the same fucking car. So, you know, it's it's there's (laughs) there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You can see it. It's you know, the 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 proofs in the pudding.
0: Well, as we're uh lulling over the doldrums of F1, let's just talk about poor Mick Schumacher that in that horrendous Haas car. He Mm -hmm. gets into Q2. Um you think, whoa, wow, (laughs) he somehow made it work. And then then just, God, that engine and that car is such garbage.
2: Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, also, uh, it's kind of funny. uh, Mick had a great qualifying for him, you know, and for a Haas vehicle. He was super pumped. He has probably the most wholesome engineer uh, on the grid. I'm not saying he's the best engineer, but it's just nice to have a wholesome engineer who really is just like positive reinforcement for him because Mick is such a chill guy and you know he's the son of michael so it's it's good to see it which is which is kind of funny since he is the son of michael the person that took him out was fernando alonso that screwed up his whole race yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and you know it was like a lot of people are joking it's like
1: fernando is like i did it to your dad and i'll do it to you
2: you know <laughs> yeah like, it was it was you know it's like fernando's right of passage her. exactly it's like welcome it's like, <laughs> to turkey so you know, like uh, it, it was, it's it's nice to see Mick doing well. Hopefully, Haas actually nails the 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 new regs next year, and they have a competitive car. Mazepin's not leaving, so we got to deal with it because it, you know he's daddy's money, daddy's cash, which is what we they used well, to call Lance. Try to stroll. embarrass
0: them with our two or three listeners. We can try to get some kind of a movement going to get this guy out of F one.
2: Yeah, so if like one of our listeners is like Steve Ballmer or or Jerry Jones. You know, maybe they'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm going to drive. I'm going to go buy myself an F1 team. You know, so, so Jerry Jones, if make- you're listening, please buy Haas.
0: I think you, I mean, I couldn't even plan this segue any better because heading Cause back to Arkansas and Texas, where yeah. Jerry Jones has had most of his life. Uh, it's time to come back to the old U.S. of A, baby. Woo! Woo! Well, well, Texas cars in Texas.
2: Listen, you can't get an abortion here, but you can take a turn at 200 miles per hour, I tell you that much.
0: <laughs> I don't want to see the word kilometer on anything at this track. You understand yeah. me?
1: Do you see? What is this meter
2: shit? What is this? We, we deal with yards. One yard at a time. One yard in a cloud of dust, okay? I, Arlington used drive, football. I used
0: to drive down country roads at pretty rapid speeds myself.
1: <laughs> Cops let me off. Because I own the town
0: i just had a moment where i was thinking about radio calls but like to drunk ass texans driving down back roads oh yeah pull over pull over there's a cop on you you gotta go yeah he
3: has a bad case of affluenza so we need to pull over
0: uh quid pro v- valter it's,
3: it, it's james um there's a rich oil baron's son behind you and we need to let him pass
0: and his name is nikita mazapin yeah
3: but no, no, he's an American one. Not that bad, roughing oh, that rough, bad oil. He's
0: from Midland. Yeah, he's like, Woo-hoo, motherfucker! Like, I'm a roughneck. Pro- hey, Quid Pro <laughs> Quota. So we're going Red to quota. Pro- <laughs> we're going to Coda, the Circuit of the Americas. I want to talk about. Uh, well, there's been a lot of um, chatter, Zeke, about a potential American team returning to F1. Because we're mm-hmm. not gonna count. I don't care if Gene Haas's name is still on the Haas team. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's it's Russian. <laughs> it's a Russian
2: Russians on the Americans in a lot of ways nowadays.
0: Oh <laughs> my god, it feels like it in so many ways. But mm-hmm. hey, this race ain't in Florida just yet. So tell <laughs> me what you think about Coda, the track. Um, and I would like to hear what your thoughts about an American team coming back into F1 now that we yeah, have done. Absolutely. Uh Coda, circuit of the Americas is what it
2: stands for. Um it's a great track. The drivers love it. A lot of long winding, bending uh, uh, high speed turns like uh, like Silverstone, which is another uh, favorite of the of the drivers, the pilots. Yeah. Um, and uh, it also has a lot of elevation changes. That's unlike Silverstone. you know Silverstone's pretty flat, you know just like like mm-hmm. England most English tracks. but uh, it's uh, it's one of the most exciting tracks all the drivers are always super stoked to come to Coda because they let to let their hair down, you know, have some fun, obviously with COVID restrictions, they don't exist in Texas. So you can, you can have fun within the teams. I believe Greg
0: Abbott just banned businesses from implementing their own vaccine mandates.
2: Yeah. I think Greg Abbott gave a gun to every child that's born now. So it's like, (laughs) he's like, here you go. Congratulations. Now we don't give a shit about you. So, uh, (laughs) You better uh, you learn know, to eat that gun, boy. Um, you know, it's it's a fantastic track, and uh, I'm super excited for it. I'm also super excited to not have to wake up at, like, 5 in the morning to uh, to watch oh, practices yes. and all that shit. Um, yeah, I know you can record, but I like to see it live. Um, also, like, like, as you said, there are rumors that um, Andretti Racing is getting – getting. Um, oh, Really? Yes. There are rumors oh, that I was Andretti,
0: thinking about the Penske. Uh, I just heard that Penske was thinking about me. It's,
2: it's Andretti racing and they're looking at alpha, uh, alpha Romeo, alpha Sauber. Uh-huh. So there is potential that Andretti racing could, uh, could get back in the, uh, the sport and, you know, it'd be nice. You know, first of all, I would actually like it if there's 21 teams or 22 teams, i like it when there's more teams on the grid. Uh, yeah, me it's, too. It's, it's so expensive though. So to even get into it is just, a, you know, cluster, Um, And, you know, there's also talk of Piastri, who's dominating F2 right now, uh, getting that second seat next to Bottas, which also could be uh, Guan Yu Zhou, who has a bunch of Chinese money backing him as well. So and then the Italian government is a
0: pay driver. Is he a real he's a pay driver? driver,
2: He's a pay driver, but he's a decent pay driver. But also the Italian government, because there there are no Italian drivers in F1 besides Antonio Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. The Italian government is saying, "Can we please be a pay driver?" with Like the government is saying, "We will fund Antonio Giovinazzi." You know, like
0: because it's it's F one. You know, I'm surprised there's not like Sil- Silvio Berlusconi doesn't have like a son who's like the Bunga Bunga I'm team. He's like, we're gonna drive. We're
1: gonna have a Bunga Bunga team. Watch this, <laughs> you're gonna love it.
0: You've never seen <laughs> us so many young girls show up. Buddy. Oh
1: man, we're gonna bring Brad. Great girls, we're gonna have them dance around. It's gonna be the best garage in all F <laughs> one.
0: So I mean, they're in a paddock like this. You ne- yeah,
1: you've never seen a paddock go like this.
2: <laughs> so I mean, you know, that's exciting, and there's there's potential for um for an American, another American funded team, uh, and you know there's a there's there's potential for this guy Colton. I'm not too familiar with it. He's from Indy racing. Uh, I have heard so, about him. Yeah. He 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 may be uh, he may be coming into um, coming into F one, but who knows? We'll see what happens. I, I saw, somebody reported as it was as if it was factual, but it's also like with soccer Twitter reporters, mm-hmm.
0: they'll they'll be like,
2: oh Ronaldo is gone to uh, L A Galaxy,
0: confirmed. I know, you know a guy who knows a guy who was in the bathroom while yeah. somebody was talking on the phone.
2: It's all garbage, so you, I can't trust it. I mean, I've I've seen the report that it's already happened. Uh, I can't trust it, but uh, potentially there is, uh, hopefully, hopefully they do that. I mean, th- that they would take over Alfa Romeo, but I want to see another American team uh, come in. So we have 21 cars. I I, I mean, 20, 21 teams. When well, you talk, say you know. another American
0: team, you're not going to I mean, 11 possible. teams.
2: I mean, 11 teams, 22 yeah. drivers. That's yeah, I mean. no, I know what you meant. Sorry. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: Yeah, we're not that large yet. But, hey, yeah. I'd like to see more than one American team. Um. I think we talked about this last week whenever we were doing a prep show, but, you know, Shane Gillis has the stand-up where he's, like, talking about, like, rooting for, like, the white wide receiver or cornerback. And mm-hmm. he's essentially like, he can't help himself. He's got he's to root for him. Yeah. <laughs> if an American gets into the f circuit, I don't care what shit car he's in, I'm going to be like, you have to win.
2: Yeah, there's there's nothing gruden about it. It's just basically no, it's basically it's nationalism.
0: We, it's just sick nationalism. It's we're yeah, all fucked up.
2: Yeah, we it's just it's just it's just exciting to see a, a white dude in a skill position. So to see Americans like, you know, like when the US is like good at soccer, you know, or decent or halfway decent right now. So it's always it's always fun to see, you know, us as an underdog because there's not many opportunities for us to be underdogs because we dominate everything. Yes. And uh so yeah. uh,
0: it's, it's good. It's good to see us. that I, I like coming, I
2: like coming from behind,
3: as they say.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't happen often. Uh, no, especially in F1. There's not, no. not many Americans that are literally within anywhere. Like they're not even, they're not even mostly letting the Americans show up in the paddock at this point. Um, look, that brings us into the driver standings. Let's have a brief conversation about where we stand right now. Max Verstappen is at 262.5. Lewis is at um two fifty six point five. Uh, it is uh, it's a race, and you know we talked about last week, which the listeners won't hear because it was just a prep show. But Lewis is starting to feel the strain of having somebody on his ass. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, this track, uh, you know, usually I'd be like, oh, it's a Merck track or it's a Red Bull track. This track is a is a both of these teams track. Like both these teams can do well here. And now with with Verstappen taking a six-point lead uh over Lewis, that's this is the you know, it's it's unheard of in the V6 hybrid era. Usually the the championship is, you know, pretty much sealed uh up until this point, unless it's Mercedes yeah. fighting Mercedes like they did with Nico Rosberg in 2016. So Just to see it like going this far, especially after Max took his twenty or his uh, engine penalty and came in from twentieth to finish second, that was kind of lucky. But who gives a shit? Now him finishing second once again, Uh, the heat's back on Mercedes. You know, like but Bottas in third is just that's between him, Lando and Checo. So whatever happens there, good for those guys. But to to have a one two. Uh, a competition as close as we've had right now I I I've, I've never seen this in my you know like when I could actually watch and pay attention to the sport you know and watch every race yeah. I've never seen anything like this especially in the V6 hybrid era which you know since 2014 2013 so it's it's exciting for the sport the Americans I think that we're going to love it you know like like if you tell them something's close in America like oh yeah. fuck yeah what is this 1-2 oh shit this bama versus Clemson hell yeah Hell yeah. Well, you know, not Old which Street is not the case anymore. The fuck yeah. out of that, but anyway. Dabo and Saban suck this year. I know, but you know, just to you know, what is this Yankees, Red Sox?
0: No, they don't say that actually. <laughs> <laughs> they only follow college baseball.
2: Yeah, it's a like college college baseball, college football, college you know. baseball,
0: college football. Uh, it's like Saturday, Saturdays so, are
2: for closers. <laughs>
0: uh, so let's talk about constructors. Mercedes is at 433 and a half. Red I think Bull. this is lost. I think you it's think lost. This is over. Okay. okay. I think it is. Like I, I've just been seeing like as as well as Checo
2: did last mm-hmm. race. You know, it, like also it's like DNFs. This year, the car reliability has been so amazing. I, like in the past, Edmond, I don't I don't think you've experienced it because you're kind of new to that one. Yeah. There are just fucking times where the car is just like, oh engine blew out.
0: Yeah, no, I mean I've seen the crap outs like I've seen highlights of the crap outs. It's, yeah, I mean, I know what happens.
2: It's but it, it really hasn't happened this season. I the reliability because these they extended the regulations another year due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that the engineers, the mechanics, everyone has dialed these cars in so much that they're so reliable. As I, I mean, look at even Haas. Haas has like had pretty great reliability considering, you know, compared to like the big teams. Usually well, it's, it's easy
0: like, to not DNF whenever you're just like lollygagging
2: Well, I mean, also I mean, are times like we're just going down the straight got the fucking you know one of the pistons blew out you know it just it just hasn't happened this year which is i mean that's what i'm saying it's like you haven't seen there was like a point like when kimmy was with mclaren Mm -hmm. uh, in like 2005 2006 like the car would just fucking like he he was he was destined to be champion with with mclaren and the car would just like give out on the straight constantly and he was always winning races you know that's brutal Exactly. It's like imagine if like Tom Brady, you know, to speak about him again, like his knee blew out every second quarter. You know, it's just like <laughs> or the ball deflated. they're the ball more so. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like this reliability, what you're saying, do not get used to it, especially with next year. There's gonna be so many moving I parts in the these-
0: car. I I know we had this conversation and maybe we should tell the listeners about it, but the 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 specs and the way they did they they describe the car it sounds so egalitarian i love it
2: no absolutely and it is uh but when you're every everybody is trying to stay within the rules but also push the rules to the point where the fia is like well well, actually that's not what we were going for so we're
3: you you can't
0: do that are you ferrari
3: am i ferrari
0: no this is the fia oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. are you ferrari just checking this is anonymous uh it's an anonymous uh, letter
1: no, no, you guys can have your wing one inch higher than everybody else. It's okay. It's okay. Shh. It's okay. It's okay. It's like, you know what? You know what the abbreviation stands for? Yeah. You know where the bodies are buried too. <laughs> Which is, I mean, what? It, that's basically what it is. Is like if
2: you take down Ferrari, Ferrari would be like, oh yeah, watch this. <laughs> like, we fucking got you right here, buddy. You know, we'll we'll yeah. tell we'll tell everybody about all this shit that you did. You know, so I mean, it's like the FIA is a corrupt you know, uh, organization, the HOA. So I, I, you know, we'll see, we'll see next year if people nail the regs and like how reliability is, but I I'm actually expecting a lot more, especially the first, like five races, a lot more of the, the parody, you know, NFL style where Mercedes just, you know, like they blow out a tire or the uh, the, the, the power unit fails or, you know, the suspension breaks, you know, because they really have to change so much of the car We'll see if that you know helps or hurts anybody. You know when, like if you go back in the past with regulation changes, there's this this one team, Brabham. Yeah, they put six wheels on the car. The fucking car had six wheels on it, so it had two two sets of two front wheels. And it, it's it, go go look it up. Like they 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 like found some loophole in the regulations. I'm not saying that something crazy like that's gonna happen again, it but to like do the
0: drag th- on that would just not be worth. The what,
2: whatever they're doing they're trying to say more traction was it good through these corn you know it's all it's all kind of like who, who the fuck knows? yeah it's all speculative we've you know and they didn't have the computers back then like we do now to do all these simulations uh but there you're gonna see you're gonna see a couple teams that are just gonna like do something you're like what the fuck is that and then it'd be like oh that worked you know and then a lot yeah. of other teams will be like okay you know like let's see if let's see if uh, our team can recreate that and then you know everything becomes you know uh like uh the what is it the reef gauche the way to do it you know it's like a yeah. lot of a lot of these teams will just start copying it because it's like oh, okay like the double diffuser with braun gp in 2010 and now braun ross brown who that was his team uh he is the technical director of the fia now so you know he's he's looking out for all these little tricks and bullshit that every team's going to do so it should be exciting. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. But, I mean, obviously, we still have several races to go. I believe six.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But another thing is, let's talk about the fact that next year we're going to have Austin and Miami. Mm-hmm. And what is the what is the Miami track? You and I might actually be at that race next year because it's yeah, it's, it's a while from now. But mm-hmm. uh, May, May? talk about what is it's it going to mean for the American fa- Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think so.
2: I think it's May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a, like a mid season track. It's not the is... rainy season. Yeah, it's the fucking hot season still. It always is the hot season down there. Mm-hmm. Um it its I have I d I've I've seen a lot of uh uh sim racers, you know, uh yeah you know, oh, download yeah. download the course, you know, and the, the track layout and mm-hmm. race it. It's flat. It kinda I mean I guess it's kind of Singapore ish, which you've never seen and you won't. Ugh hopefully you do. Singapore is great, but it's not as cool. You know, it it wraps around the, uh, the Dolphin stadium, Mm. but everything I've seen, I'm like, i am not, there's nothing too exciting about it, you know, but we'll, we'll see how it, how it comes out. The exciting
1: thing is that it's
0: Miami.
2: Exactly. I mean, it's going to be the American Monaco in terms of beautiful women. So yeah, Uh, Yeah. it will, it will be, it will be, it'll be exciting in that regard and, and it should be fun to watch, but I just, I, you know, I, like, I'm not excited about the track. I will say that, you know, but it who, who knows? It does look
0: pretty bland. I, I've looked mm-hmm. at some some pictures of it. It, it looks pretty bland. I think, it I mean, like, one of my favorite
2: things in F1 racing is elevation changes. And I think when you have well, courses. Well, we got that in Miami. Exactly. So, like, when you have, but that's, like, Singapore is, like, it's a It's in a super entertaining track. It's completely flat. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, the one thing I always think is, like, you know, elevation changes, like, change, like, you know, wind direction matters, downforce matters here. Like you can't just go low drag, you know, like I mean, there's so many variables introduced introduced with all the uh, the uh, elevation changes. But who knows? Maybe it's going to be a super exciting circuit. And anybody who's sitting there proselytizing about how b- great or bad it's going to be doesn't know shit, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. OK, that brings us into the last lap, Zeke. Um, who do you got? At Coda, give me some prop bets. I know we don't have the odds in front of us right now, but just give me what you what you think is going to happen at Coda.
2: Uh, I think it will be a uh, a competitive
0: race between Lewis and Max. Um, obviously,
2: they've both taken their engine upgrade, so they've had their penalties recently. Uh, so they should be starting minus any penalties. So uh, as Red Bull had a tough quali and a tough weekend uh, at Turkey, so I'm yeah. sure they'll get their shit dialed in. And also you never know with these teams, you know, they're not always showing their hand. Maybe Red Bull has another upgrade to bring in. Maybe Mercedes does. So you never know uh uh who or what is happening behind the scenes. So I I think no matter what, it'll be a competitive uh one-two between Merck and uh Red Bull.
0: Yeah. Uh I see the same, even though I don't want to see the same. <laughs> Cause I gotta tell you, I'm sick of fucking Mercedes. I can't deal with this shit anymore i'm being bored to tears no oh, that's their, what i was confidence
2: you you texted me you're like god i just don't want to see Merck win. i'm like you're now a true f1 fan <laughs> whether whether or not you like lewis whether or not you like the team i like the, lewis like, that's, that's what i'm saying, saying but I, I like him i just i'm like yeah. i'm
0: fucking tired i'd rather i'd be rooting for lewis if he fucking drilled for someone else
2: yeah i mean and then this is the thing is that uh a lot of people give max a little more leeway with his aggressive driving Uh, as opposed to Lewis's aggressive driving because people want to see Max win. Uh, I believe more fans want to see that. And and it's nothing against Lewis.
0: The first time I saw Max Verstappen, I thought there would be absolutely no chance that everyone want this guy to win anything, not even a game at, at, at a carnival. But as soon as I watched enough races to see how much Mercedes wins, I'm like, let's go Super Max! Like I yeah. just couldn't stop myself.
1: No, Penelope, don't hit the cat. <laughs> Penelope, don't hit the <laughs> cat. That, the cat
0: I, be nice to the that, cat. I heard that uh that he was on Twitch and he got picked up. Yeah, just bring some context of what you're talking about.
2: So uh <laughs> weirdly enough, uh Daniel Kvyat, who used to be an F1 driver, uh used to be hooking up with Kelly PK, who's the daughter Getty of Mel- uh the daughter of Nelson PK, famous um uh, British or a Brazilian driver. And they had a kid together.
0: Wait, Kelly PK is not French.
2: No, she is. Uh, she's Brazilian. Holy and, uh, shit! I thought she. Was I don't like know if her mom is, is. I don't know if her mom is. The Who Piquet knows? PK but... is a French name. Well, it's also Brazil, where you have crazy, weird That's Portuguese true. True. slash every there. name. And uh, so now Max, who's dating Kelly, is uh, he's the babysitting, and he's a twenty-three-year-old stepdad, which is so weird because also they used to be teammates. And then Max left Toro Rosso to become uh, Toro Rosso, which is now Alpha Tower, he right. left Toro Rosso uh to uh to take over his seat uh at uh, Red Bull. So now now Max is uh, I hate getting into the fucking gossip. Well look, I feel for Max.
0: I'm here look, I feel for Max because I also have a two-year-old and it, wow, it's hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I can only imagine like he you know, because he's a Twitch streamer, he's a sim racer, he's yeah. done the twenty-four hours of Le Mans like uh, the sim race, and he oh, won wow. it. wow, okay. And he Holy won it. Fuck. With, okay, that's uh, With Lando, sim. I think. I, I,
0: oh, wow. Was it with Lando? Lando was his teammate?
2: Yeah, and then at one point, uh, Max's uh, brakes failed on his sim rig, mm. and the brake broke, and they had to, like, uh, you should, if you can, go Google it. Uh, Google Google it on YouTube. God damn it, I sounded
0: terrible. Google the...
1: it. Google, Google it. it uh, Google it on YouTube, folks. It's like...
0: It's uh, on the web.
2: Yeah.
1: My my daughter told me it was amazing.
0: Ivanka said it's such a great race. She said, it's a, "Dad, it's such a great race." You guys, it's, it's
1: the it's greatest great. race ever. <laughs>
0: like, if you don't like Trump impressions, you're probably in the wrong place because we're gonna do about a million of them. Yes, yeah. we also think he's a piece of shit, but yep, he's still pretty hilarious.
2: Yeah, he's one of the funniest motherfuckers of all time, but
0: only because <laughs> he doesn't know he is.
2: Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's what makes people funny,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully, someone thinks we're funny, <laughs> but we we don't know that we are. Um, so let's talk about predictions. I I, I we briefly touched on it. You think it's going to be a Merck Red Bull finish? Let's let's get more specific than that. Uh, let's talk about drivers. And and what I'm about to do right here is the equivalent of a guy who doesn't understand the craps game walking up and putting a couple of chips on four. Um, I actually, what's that?
2: You said four. That's Lando's number.
0: No, I know, but I mean four on the craps table, which is. I you know, know, but that's Lando's
1: number. number. I, I'm making the, You're making the connection.
0: I'm making the connection. I'm making a
1: connection.
0: I love Lando. I, it's weird. I have this. I'm fighting with myself about Lando right now because sometimes I think he seems like such a pansy, and then other times I'm like, I kind of dig him. He just seems like a. a he's true to himself as, yeah, as much he's, as he's, he's a, like a brat savant. he's
2: true to himself you know and like you know uh like the there was an interview the other day where you know they they asked this you know almost you know existential question of daniel like why did you get into it he's like oh i was at adelaide in 1996 and i saw or well, 1993 and i saw ayrton racing and that's why I, I you know i'm i'm i loved f1 once i saw it and then uh daniel you know reciprocated and asked the same question Lando's like oh i never really watched you know it's <laughs> like there's no there's no love lost there and like he, there's the nostalgia of the sport the the tradition of the sport it's kind of lando's just give a shit which is kind of commendable in a way you know that he just loves to race he just loves to race he's so i a, mean
0: he's not a race historian. he's a driver yeah exactly which is, which is cool. By the way, it's totally cool that, fuck, that that fucking Daniel is that way too. It's just like awesome. I love when somebody's like, I don't – you know, I, I'm just – this is as a as an aside. Some friends of mine ran into Mike Bell who – I don't know if you probably remember Mike Bell as an NFL running back. They ran into him at Fox Town years ago when he was playing for the Saints. And it was like Monday Night Football, but he was just there like having a drink on an off week or whatever. And so people were like, oh, you just came here to watch the game? He's like, oh, I don't watch football
1: yeah and they're like sucks.
0: you don't watch football and he's like no i hate watching football i love playing football and i think yeah. that's kind of lando lando's like i'm here to drive i'm not here to watch driving
2: i mean he's got a he's got a rich daddy too so he got you know he got all the toys when he was younger but like he didn't give a shit he's like damn i like racing and i'm good at racing so i mean yeah, I, but if you I, got I, the
0: toys why you don't need, you don't you drive you don't need to you know yeah, he you, didn't if give if a shit. Did- you just do it
2: yeah, he didn't give a shit about Schumacher and all these guys. Right. You know. Mean,
0: why would you? You're thinking, I'm going to be there. I don't know if you saw this week, though, Zeke. There was a video of this kid who is in the kart racing scene. He walks up to Lando, and, he's, and he shakes his hand, and he says, I just wanted you to see my face because I'll be seeing you in five years. <laughs> Are you, and you it serious? Was like so, dude, <laughs> it was so pimp. I don't even remember this kid's name. We'll probably be saying it. But he. I've never seen a kid who's like that age who had such confidence to where like he shook his hand and he wasn't like nervous or anything. And he basically shook his hand. and was like, I wanted you to make eye contact with me because in five years, I'm going to be driving up your ass and remember he, my face because one that's day actually, I'll dude, fucking said, stab rem- you. He said, <laughs> remember my, fa-. he actually said, remember my face. That's badass. I re- I actually respect that. Kid. I know. I think I need a I hope I wish this kid got an Instagram account, but I don't think he did. But, but whoever he that is, actually
2: was probably the like the most the, the thing that
0: rattled lando the most no no actually he wasn't rattled he looked at the guy and was like that's awesome <laughs> oh cool mate i'll see you on twitch yeah. Yeah. that's fantastic thank you yeah. I, I look to see you out there do you um... play card <laughs> dude it was legit i was like ah this kid just there were there was like a entourage following lando and this kid walks up like like he wasn't looking at any of the entourage, didn't care. He was like, I just wanted you to see my face because it's going to be coming in your rearview mirror soon.
1: My name is Inigo Montoya. You <laughs> killed my father. Prepare to
0: die.
3: <laughs>
0: Prepare to die. Um, so I'm just going to make a pick here for yeah. Coda. Um, I'm going to pick Danny Ricardo. And let me tell you what? what.
1: Yes, I know. Go it's for crazy. it.
0: Yeah. It's great. I have absolutely no basis for this whatsoever. What I'm saying is, here in America, we uh, root for underdogs, and we also root for people who love us. And Danny Ricardo seems <laughs> to be kind of an honorary American in many ways. He yep. uh, his number three is the same number as Dale Earnhardt Jr. I'm not an NASCAR. That's fan, why. But that's, that's why but, he took yeah. that number. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to get. He t- he actually made a bet with Zach Brown that we'll have to talk about it on another episode, but. He said, "If I win a grand prix, yeah, went a <laughs> yeah, if I went a grand prix, you have to give me a NASCAR race. I'm sure Zach Brown's just trying to pretend like that never happened.
2: A NASCAR um, ride, a NASCAR, a NASCAR
0: ride, a NASCAR ride. Excuse and,
2: me. And 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 good old D's and Dale's, Dale's number three, the Sunoco. I think it was livery.
0: Yep. So yeah, that was Daniel's
2: favorite car growing up. So yeah, yeah,
0: he was a big fan. And and, and so for that reason, I feel like he's feeling the flow. You know, you remember uh, Kevin Neilan and um." In Happy Gilmore, you got to feel the flow. you got to feel the flow, and you got to hit the ball. And I think that that he's feeling
1: it right No, 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 no. Well,
0: that's Caddyshack. Yeah, I know. That's Caddyshack, but
2: that's better than Kevin Nealon and Happy Gilmore.
0: They're both classic performances, I think. Yes, absolutely. Yes. No, 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 no. Oh, I can't even do it. I can't even get my tongue No,
1: no, no,
2: no, 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 no,
0: Oh, I already turned into an Italian. Jackie
2: Mason. Yes.
0: Who uh who do you got at uh, coda?
2: I'm gonna go with Max because I want to see it. I mean, I have no other uh, reasoning behind that, but I I hope Max wins. I, I hope be upset that...
0: that's what that happened. if that's yeah. What happens.
2: I, I I mean I hope McLaren does well here. I got I'm trying to think of how McLaren did at Silverstone. I don't think it was that great, but I think uh you know Max this year his car was ready to win Silverstone until. Mr. Uh, Lewis Hamilton took him out at about 200 miles per hour in Cop's Corner, which is one of the fastest corners in all of uh, F1 and almost killed him. So uh, I I hope that that Max can pull it off and this Red Bull can pull it off. And who knows if they bring any upgrades or or what they do.
0: Let's just say this. I think that from a prediction standpoint, we have to acknowledge the fact that (laughs) as much as we uh, clown F1 about sort of having favorites and preferential treatment, At the end of the day, this is a this is an organization and institution coming into a place in which fandom is exploding. Mm -hmm. They are off a break and they haven't been here in two years. I think that there's going to be some kind of internal pressure. To make sure that
2: this is a fucking showcase for every team. It is like it
0: is the Mm -hmm. premiere of a goddamn movie that's going to be nominated for an Oscar. This this is the market.
2: This isn't the mark. This is the market that they haven't tapped into It's the last market. Yeah. And it's the biggest market. You know, if you if you really think about it in terms of advertising dollars and all of this and
0: and just fandom China. It's,
1: it's a, it's bigger than China folks.
0: It's so big. It's bigger (laughs) than China.
3: So,
2: I mean, you're, this is, this is the final frontier of F1 racing. You know, it's kind of like soccer, you know, the super league, the super league was trying to get American fans and F1 is already the super league. So they really are, everybody's putting their best foot forward and you're going to see all these lame ass promo videos from Red Bull, from Mercedes, from McLaren, you know, you're going to see those see every week. Exactly. But it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's going to go even harder. For us. It's going to go even they harder. Know it's going to go more queso. Exactly. Because, you know, American, give me some pomp and circumstance, man. Come on, put on, put on a mask or some shit. Not like one that covers your face, but one that uh, looks it just silly. just can't be
0: mandated.
2: Yeah. I'd No mandates on the mask. I just want to see one. You know, it's like, <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's really though, it's, it's kind of uh it's the untapped market. And it's good. I, I mean, in the past, Red Bull always goes hard on their promo in the U.S. You know, like yeah. they actually. Uh, well, they've been they,
0: driving through the streets of New York. Uh, yeah, they did that. And,
2: and they also had um, uh, the the fire suits that the drivers wear had like cowboy boots, you know, you know, printed on them. And mm. it was more of a southwestern uh, like attitude to them. So we'll see. I mean, you're going to you're going to see a lot of promotion for it it's, it's the first time that Americans really have had the chance to watch it at a reasonable time, you know? So, uh, that's, that's like the huge, that's the biggest blockade about it. I'm excited
0: about people being able to experience it and, and they're on the upswing as far as how much they're going to be a fan of this institution. And I'm, 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 I'm excited about it.
2: Yeah. And then you see that the ratings have gone up uh, amongst the american market pretty much i haven't race. i wanted to look
0: into that today but what what have you found on that
2: oh i haven't seen the numbers for turkey yet but every single race leading up to turkey has been an increase in fandom oh wow whether, whether or not it's like a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand which is not a that's big that's not
0: insignificant on a sunday fucking morning yeah. at 5 a.m at
2: 5 a.m exactly <laughs> no, I but mean, it's, if, it, I mean... if
0: you're in a six figures that's serious shit
2: exactly that's what i'm saying it's not that but you're gonna see you're gonna see the seven figure leap uh, in ratings now that it's you know and if espn was smart about it, they'd be fucking hyping it up for two weeks you know like every if you look That's at what every, we're here for if you're yeah exactly if you look at every race uh numbers wise for f1 yeah worldwide it's as big as the super bowl you know every single race is like super bowl numbers so to finally get super bowl country Like you're going to I mean, that's obviously worldwide. But if you get if you get the the race in the country at a reasonable time where people can actually watch, especially in Texas, you know, even though they're a fucked up state, they you know, it's 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 all these people who love motorsport and you're like, oh, shit, you know, because a lot of people are just like, oh, shit, F1. That's like the best. You know, everyone kind of knows that in the back of their head together can f1 bring Texas together with you know no Bring us all together not even F1 can bring us all together oh, but man. we will try we will try and it's fucking Austin dude, which is not even yeah. a Texas see Boston weird I mean it's not even in Austin though it's like 30 40 minutes outside of Austin but still you know like just like everything like O'Hare airport isn't in Chicago it's why yeah. Like, yeah it's like exactly it's like 30 minutes outside of Chicago but we call it Chicago
0: yeah, you gotta land somewhere. Exactly, uh, we'll marketing Everybody, we appreciate you listening to this first episode um, In the future Our our last lap is going to involve some gambling bets But because we're kind of an, on an, uh, an off week here for F1 We didn't include the gambling bets But just prepare in the future for that to be
2: Bears easy. will beat okay. Packers
0: Stop Bears Plus Bears four and a half Everyone
2: <laughs> Bears will beat Packers plus four and a half at home Fuck the Packers Aaron Rodgers is done Don't care we're going to win. Justin Fields, the greatest quarterback of all time. JF one.
0: He's so great. Um, okay. Well, look, we're, we're so thankful that you listen to us and, um, uh, give us a, a ring or give us a shout out at, uh, one pod, uh, at gmail.com. And, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Give us uh, suggestions on the show, maybe storylines whatever, maybe help us out. We're just here to, uh, bring you f1 coverage and maybe America.
2: call me out on my mistakes which i made a huge one today i'll let you guys yeah, spot it i made a know, huge one
0: he made a huge mistake but it wasn't it was just it was just a slip of the tongue and i i, yeah. you know, I this happens to me all the time so i wouldn't sweat it uh and you know what we might edit that out so <laughs> have a good one thanks everybody we'll see you next week at coda